Y'all, I have not mentioned this on the show yet. I have not the opportunity to mention it, honestly, but I am nominated for my first award for this podcast. And it's actually me who was nominated, which is like a very big deal to me. It means a lot to me. I'm nominated for Best Indie Podcast Host by the Podcast Academy. So the Podcast Academy hosts an award show every year for podcasts called The Ambies. This year it is in Los Angeles. I will be attending the Ambies where I will find out whether or not I won the award. And even if I don't win, that's okay. But obviously I would love to win if you are a voting member of the Podcast Academy because only voting members of the Podcast Academy can vote in the Ambie Awards. Please, I would love your consideration. Take a listen, take a gander. I hope you enjoy the content. hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope you enjoy me. And I hope you're down to vote for me for Best Indie Podcast Host. Now let's get into the show. Welcome to Black People Love Paramore Podcast, where we chat about the seemingly random things large groups of Black people go up for. Yeah! I am your co-host, Sequoia. Yeah! Oh, my God. Yeah! Oh, my God. Jordan, what is your name? Yeah! <laughs> Sorry, I just love this show so much. What's your name? I just name? love this show. Um, I'm Jordan. <laughs> And today, if you can hear the laughter, we have a special guest, host of I Can't Stress This Enough podcast, Tiffany. Tiffany, introduce yourself to the people. What's up? I'm Tiffany. Um, I have a podcast too, I Can't Stress This Enough, which Sequoia has been on a few times. Thanks for having me today. Of course. Of course. Thank you for coming on. Um, (laughs) How do I mute somebody? I wish we were doing this on Zoom. I need to be able to have muting uh, abilities because Jordan doesn't know how to act today. Clearly. so excited. He's giving me Uzi at Day in Vegas. That's what he's giving Whoa, me right now. No. <laughs> oh, no. Lucifer himself. Yikes. Oh, yeah. I don't know that that's what you want to be giving, oh, no. Jordan. Okay. I don't I'll know that that's... I'll it back. Thank you for the, yeah, for the note. I'm giving Uzi at Day in Thank Vegas. Thank you for the note. For <laughs> like, um, we adjust, we adjust and we move forward. Yikes. um, I'm going to go ahead and alleviate you of your embarrassment right now and move forward. So today we are chatting about nothing other than the illustrious, the the pinnacle of the Black community, really a staple here, cognac. Okay. We're going to be talking about cognac. But first, before we get into the main topic, in my defense... Tiffany, because you are our guest, I'm going to let you go ahead and start. What are you defending? Wait. Okay, so listen. I think I know how this goes, but if I do this wrong, I apologize. But um, I can't do it wrong. Jordan wings it every week. You can't do it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, come on. Um, Okay, so in my defense, I'm defending, (laughs) defending something, right? Okay, so on your last episode, you talked about green bean casserole, which I just wanted to expand on that. I love green bean casserole, and I feel like it gets a bad rep. Um, I think that the word casserole really deters people. Does, But I also will say it's one of those things that I've only had made by Black people. So I think that white people casseroles and black people casseroles are two different things. My mom also makes a breakfast casserole. Um, I I don't eat it because I don't like eggs, but my family loves that shit. So I'm just here to say 
one, I need to make you green bean casserole now that I know that you're open to it. Please. Um, and two, it's green beans, cream of mushrooms, some onions, some salt, some pepper. It's delicious. Like, it's so good. So. Casserole. The Cassies. My casserole. <laughs> casserole. My casserole. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to say casseroles get get a bad rep and I think that they deserve more, you know, from black people at least. Like if it's made by a black person. Now, if it's made by somebody else, that's your own risk, but Okay. Okay. We love that. <laughs> not mad. Not mad at that. Um I had casserole made by a white person for the first time this past week. So okay, last last okay, last week I told y'all about the casserole at the white friends giving, right? Come to find out that casserole, that green bean casserole is made by a black person. Shout out Kamiko. Wow. And that's why it was of and, that, and that's why it really hit like that. That's why. Okay. There was three black people at this party. It was me, Ryan, and Kamiko. I know Ryan didn't make it. I didn't make it. And so I assumed someone else at the party made it. That was not Kamiko. Of course, the only other black person at the party made the casserole. It was fire. Thank you, Kamiko. This is a yeah. story of this podcast. I had my first. It what? What is? If you just dig far <laughs> enough, there's a there's a nigga somewhere back there. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, 100%. There's always a nigga. If you dig far enough, you're going to find the nigga. True. Okay. So I had my first green bean casserole made by an actual white person, my roommate, Tommy. <laughs> Made me some green bean casserole after listening to the podcast and being like, I bet you I can make a green bean casserole that she likes. And I was like, okay, let's try it. She made it. It was fire. So maybe green bean casserole, you know, it has all the ingredients I like. You said cream mushroom. I have, I literally have cans and cans of green bean mushroom in my cabinet right now because it's one of my favorite things on the planet. I love the little onion topping that goes on that bitch. I love salt. Salt mm-hmm. is like my favorite thing. You know, I love Mine that. Mine is so salty too. I it's love so good. Salt. I you, love like, salt. I already know you're going to love it. I know you are. I like green beans, especially if they come out the can. I'll have it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not mad at a canned green bean. So <laughs> yeah, green bean casserole does seem to give. Thank you for defending that, Tiffany. I don't have anything to defend this week. I tried to bring something. I couldn't think of anything. Fine. Jordan, I'll do it. You Fine. You know, I'm, it's always me having to be prepared with the, you know, the pre-prepared. Okay, you're, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> He said, if right. you ran a business, you ran a, you know. you ran a <laughs> an enterprise, you know, <laughs> as an entrepreneur. Uh, okay, I actually do have one this week. Thought long and hard about it. Uh, so last night, I had an experience with my friend Chris. We went uptown. I tweeted. And funked you I, up? I'm sorry, I had to. Stop it. Continue. <laughs> um, <laughs> I went uptown between uh, 14th Street and 125th. I don't know, you're, you, you're, these are West Coast heads, so I'm going to have to do some translation. So... Above above one twenty fifth, that's where the niggas are. That's where like you know, that's Harlem, that's Uptown, that's Dykeman, whatever. I was gonna say the more the more digits, the yeah, worse. Hey, wor- worse, the worse, worse. <laughs> Tiffany, <laughs> the Tiffany, we just started the podcast. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> she said, I, she said fuck listen, black people. No. <laughs> I entered in New York. I entered in New York, but also in LA. It's like <gasps> but the bigger the number wow. gets. Like it's giving. It's know. giving. Um. I don't like those Negroes. Is what uh, what is gay? <laughs> no, I'm nothing like you, Negroes. Um, 100% I'm gonna continue. That's what anyway, we're gonna anyway, continue. Anyway, um, And below, and so below 14th <laughs> Street is where all like you know the the cool shit. The I'm using scare quotes here. The like the thing that you hear like young people going to Soho, Lower East Side. You know, blah blah blah. All that's downtown. And then there's this chunk of Manhattan between 14th and 125th that is kind of just like another region. Like as someone who lives in Brooklyn, so like. 
like there's like Midtown and there's like Upper East Side and there's Upper West Side. And you're like, this doesn't sound like, you know, places I should be, you know what I'm saying? You know, like this doesn't sound like it, they're like, you know, uh, yeah. the melanin is really jumping out in these regions. Um, And so I so mm-hmm. but I wanted to go see this movie last night. But I wanted to go see this movie and I went up with my friend. So I wore a suit because, you know, it, it was between 14th and 125th. So I had to be I had to be safe, you know. <laughs> so I put a suit on. <laughs> Well, this took a turn that I wasn't expecting. Okay, I'm kidding. I, I, I just, I'm I'm uh, chronically overdressed. I love I love being. I am so hot. look how red I am. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm I'm dragging this. Anyway, after the movie, we went across town to Upper East Side, which I don't know if you two know is like it's like where the old it's like old money. So Upper West Side is like old is like Jewish money. It's like it's like the it's suburbs, you know, exactly. Upper East Side is like like Gossip World. It's like the old money. It's like the big, it's like where Jeffrey Epstein had his big ass townhouse and shit. Um, I, I know we, we made it this far while mentioning him, but, you know, it was going to bound to happen. Um, but we went to this place, me and my friend Chris went to this place called the Carlisle. It's a hotel on the Upper East Side. And they, they have a bar in there that's famous called Bemelman's. And it's like, I literally felt like I was in like Wall Street Money Never Sleeps or like, you know, um, like, a, what's it called? Like, yeah, just like, it was just like, all these big men in suits, you know, with the, with the, <laughs> with their yes. wives, like making out. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? It was Ew. disgusting. Now, what makes you think those were wives? Quite a good point, Sequoia. Astute observation. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it was just like so fun. I was like, I like, we got a fancy little drink. It was way too expensive. Chris paid for it because I bought the movie tickets. And I was like, this isn't a fair trade, but I'm not saying anything. Um, and then, uh, but it was just like funny just watching these people. I like, I feel like I, because as a person who, a black person who stays in Brooklyn a lot and is in the very certain, certain social spheres of New York, I just don't go to those places very often. So I'm like, I like, it's reminding me that there's like so many parts of the city. And, and LA is the same way where you go somewhere new for like the first time in a while and you're like, wait, this is LA too? Like, you know, like, it's just like so funny. I had a great time. So in my defense, going to the Upper East Side, just randomly, you should try out. Capitalist Jordan <laughs> rears his head again. You're defending Upper East Side, Jordan. You're oh making me gosh. miss New York a little bit, though. Tiffany, don't you don't start. You just said fuck niggas. <laughs> you, that's how you began this podcast. <laughs> that's <laughs> not what I said. I didn't. Let me see. I stayed in Manhattan. My well, also my dad's from my dad's from Brooklyn, so I have a little anti New York sentiment. Okay, because you general. don't like you don't fuck <laughs> with your dad. That's personal. <laughs> I see, I see, I see, I see, I see, I see, I see. You know what I mean? Okay. That's, that was there. That's beyond the paywall. <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon. We can get that. Yeah. Go yeah, to we'll the Patreon and we'll, we'll dive deeper into that. Um, A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Okay, that was good in my defense. Thank you, y'all, for carrying the team on your back with my slacker ass. I appreciate it. Every fucking get your week LLC together. So fucking tired. Gosh. Y'all right. Y'all right. That's oh my, my bad. God. That's my bad. Okay, really quick. I did want to talk about Spotify rap. Jordan, I know that you are anti-Spotify rap. Okay. I'm still going to talk about it. Because they track your data. Right, because they track your data. You know, they're trying to, yes, I respect your privacy. You do not have to tell us any information that you would not like to tell us but i would just like to talk about my spotify rap and tiffany i know that you're very into spotify rap as well so i would like to hear about yours what is the biggest surprise on yours tiffany nothing <laughs> not a damn <laughs> nothing thing. nothing i knew exactly what mine was gonna be and then i've done that i've had spotify for a few years now so i was like i already know i think i had actually a tweet predicted it and i got like three out of the five artists my top artist correct so i wasn't surprised by anything what about you you sound like you surprised i'm trying to look back at my rap right quick to see what 
what might have surprised me. I do remember being kind of surprised. I think I was surprised that none of my top songs came from 2021 at all. Um, I don't think I don't think most of them came. Uh, yeah, no, they did come from 2020, but none of my top songs came from 2021. I was surprised that my top genre was dance pop, whatever the fuck that is. Spotify be making shit up. Never heard of her. That's a genre. Like, no, first of all, I don't even listen to dance pop. I w- can we talk about the genres? Because I also, I I, I want to read mine, but I, I okay. Go so my first it. one is dance pop. My second one is alternative R and B. My third is pop rap. My fourth is Canadian pop. Canadian pop. Was, what Canadian is rap Canadian was on mine. Pop. And then oh, neo soul. So the three and four is just giving me Drake. That's what they're saying? No, 100%. No, literally is what they said is that you are a Drake head. Mine is dance pop, <laughs> pop rap. Oh my God, why is it going away? Why are you doing this? Okay. You can da- download I know, I need to hit the share button. Okay, <laughs> it is dance pop, pop rap, Canadian hip hop, Chicago rap, and trap queen. What is trap queen, first of all? That's, I don't like there. that. Trap queen is not a hey, I don't like hello. that. <laughs> See your pretty ass as you came through the door. No, I literally, I haven't listened to Fetty Wap. Seven, 1738. Okay, I haven't listened to Fetty Wap in years. And y'all talking about Trap Queen. What is Trap Queen? Please, quickly. Chicago rap. What Chicago rap? What is Chicago rap? What are you talking about? Rappers from Chicago? They don't have a separate genre than that? Because I don't listen to Drill <laughs> like that. So what is Chicago rap? Kanye, is that it? Like, what, what are y'all referring to? Please. Please. Dirt. Maybe it's like, they're like, how can we... Say Kanye without say Kanye without saying Kanye. Do you who do say you listen Drake to? Without who do you listen Drake. to? Who might be from and Chicago? Who's on the Chicago spectrum that you're listening to? <laughs> Who's on the Chicago spectrum? Uh, I listen to Chance every now and again. You know, mm, that's really it. I'm like, who else from Chicago do I be listening to? I'll give a Chief Keef a spin once or twice, maybe. Mm. I don't know what they be talking about. I really don't it's know. Been what they be talking about from California. I don't know. My top artist was Drake. They listened to Drake and Kanye. Yep. Right, true. My top artist was Drake. They really were just dead set on embarrassing me. Spotify, I swear to God, you are trying to defame my character with this Drake slander. That is a lie. I know that it's wrong. I know that my top artist is not Drake. And stop doing that because I'm tired of that, actually, from you. Mm. I've had enough. You said that my artist of the decade was Drake. I didn't appreciate it then. You're talking about I didn't get any better after getting that note last year and that I continue to listen to this man. You're a fucking liar. And I'm tired. So whenever you're ready, stop lying on my name. I'll be here. I also had Drake as, um, so Drake, why does, oof, this shit just keeps disappearing. Drake is my top artist. Ariana's number two. Kanye West, number three. Tyler, the creator is number four. And Dom Kennedy is number five. What so I what you're that, really saying is you love Drake and Drake's your favorite rapper. That's what, that's what you're saying. I'm going to ignore Tiffany. What I really took from that <laughs> is that. I'm just very much a normie and I was upset by that. That that felt like a personal mm. attack to me, someone who feels um quote unquote <laughs> different. Uh, Spotify tells me that I am not at all quote unquote different and that mm-hmm. makes me feel personally attacked. And again, I'm going to sue Spotify because I'm tired. You're collecting my data, I didn't I didn't ask for that. Um you're lying on me with said data and I didn't ask for that either and now you're affecting my sense of self. So yeah, whenever you decide to stop. Also, did you guys know? Let me know. Um, this is uh, this is where we get into the five percenter um portion of the the nice <laughs> episode. Did you open the so crap Pineal open gland. that Pineal yeah. gland, listeners? If you're listening, did you know that Spotify Rap the concept was created? And I don't have the young um sister's name on me right now, but it was created by a young sister who was interning at Spotify in 2019. And um, she created, she did him for her little end of internship project. And 
she has not seen a dime from Spotify, who is now using her concept to generate millions of dollars of marketing and people sharing it on the internet. So wake up or go to sleep. Or go to sleep. <laughs> so wake up or go to sleep. I think it's further like goes back to your point though that black people, you know You just keep you keep tree keep digging. You'll hit. I mean, listen. If you keep digging, you just, you just, hey, just wake up. Right? Listen. <laughs> or Yikes! Just go to sleep. Wake up, I can't wait to have my little Montel Jordan <laughs> style uh, talk show. Whatever you gonna do, daytime talk show where I'm like, everybody, wake up or go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep. Go to sleep. No, I love that. That's actually going to be our new theme song. Wake up or go to sleep is going to be our mm-hmm. new theme song. I know that y'all enjoy the theme song. We're going to cut it. We're going to actually make it that going forward. Thank you. Yo, if you're listening to this podcast and you make beats, send us beats. If, y'all, I put together a, a fake album cover for Christmas, <laughs> my Christmas EP that I'm not. <laughs> I haven't seen this yet. <laughs> that I'm not, Drop it. Not Drop it then. Oh, Drop yeah, it that's, then. Going, that's going on the gram today. Y'all <laughs> niggas going to see this album cover the and track the track list, list today. Okay, And you better hope that I don't give you motherfucking bars on it for real. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. That's it. Spotify rap. Do we have anything else to say? Tiffany, do you have any other thoughts about Spotify rap before we move forward? Jordan, would you like to actually give us some some of your, if you have any? Okay, I'll tell you, uh, you I'll like tell you who my number one artist was, and that'll probably be it. Um, and yeah, so uh, do we have okay, any guesses for before I reveal it? Yeah. Because it's, it's pretty... Uh... You know, I you feel like it's going to so, be something real essential. I swear to God, you are so... <laughs> Out of left, I'm just gonna be somebody I've never heard of. Uh, Esperanza Spalding, or um, <laughs> you said she said it's giving NPR's top list. I don't know, man. She said I mean, you seem ra- smart. It also could be, it also could be like playing wow, white tees. Wow, wow. I mean, the range is just bad. Well, I appreciate so the compliment. I, I mean, Sequoia, I think, I think, uh, it's uh, what you said. You, we're all just way more not, we're not different, you know. I think we think we're different, but I'm not even. I'm not oh. even mad at. I'm not even mad at. Oh my god! Wait, do you, so do you have any legitimate guesses? Do you have any? I'm. It's not going to surprise oh you. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait. Okay. No, it's not going to surprise you. It's Playboy Cardi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kate Casey, an unscripted TV expert. Three times a week, I interview the talent directors, producers, and hosts of television's most popular reality shows, docu series, and documentaries. I get all the behind the scenes stories. I cover everything from The Bachelor selling Sunset and Real Housewives to Tinder Swindler, The Last Dance and Secrets of Playboy. Join me as I ask all the questions that you want asked. And best of all, I'm the most trusted source on what to watch every week. I will give you a guide on everything from true crime and sports to competition, calling from all streaming and cable networks. The best guests, the best shows and series, Reality Life with Kate Casey. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Of course, it doesn't survive. No, yes, yeah. <laughs> but you can imagine me in my room just headbanging to <laughs> You really be listening to Playboy Cardi for I real. Really you really be listening to Playboy Cardi in your free time. That's crazy. Oh, that's that's beyond the paywall. That's beyond the paywall. Oh, he said he's not giving all that. Yeah, yeah. He um, said he's not doing all that. He said you got to hit Patreon for all subscribe that. Subscribe to the Patreon, everybody. You know where to find me. You know. 
You know my socials. No, I'll, I'll drop the cash to. app um, down below <laughs> if you want to. Yeah, pay me for that. Right, you can pay him for that. Yes. Okay. Also, real quick, I wanted to touch on the name for our fans. I asked our Instagram, what do y'all want to be called? Because now after Spotify rap, it just became clear that we have fans. You know what I mean? And so I was (laughs) like, oh, okay, let me ask them what they would like to be referred Mm -hmm. to as going forward. And we had some interesting, some interesting responses to this. We have four entries, okay? Jordan, I'm going to let you pick what we're going to call these (laughs) folks, okay? Four entries. We have niggas, okay? (laughs) (laughs) That was from a Black person, just to be clear. We have niggas. (laughs) Two. (laughs) We we have the... (laughs) I can't even do this right now. We have the melanistics, Okay. (laughs) That's a cute girl group name. That's kind of cute. I like that. Jordan's crying, y'all. He's really (laughs) talking about this right now. And then three, we have Melamores. And, uh, you know what? That one was kind of okay. doing something it's, for me. I'll it's say, giving oh, like a, a, like a, okay. a, house, a and, magical house for gifted children. <laughs> the Melamores. You know what I mean? The Melamore house. <laughs> like we're in the Melamore house. Wow, that really did something for me. Um, side note, I started a band when I was young and we were called the um, Melismas. <laughs> yeah. Just want to put that out. Anyways. And... <laughs> okay. Who submitted that? Number four. Who submitted that? <laughs> <laughs> You want to get Ryan, wasn't it? Wow! It was Tiffany, Tiffany, you can't Tiffany get fucking podcast. <laughs> Tiffany came here to insult us. But it was spelled P, like it was spelled P O R E S or But then it was like it was a joke. I said an asterisk. You you set me up, Sequoia. Oh you set me my up. God. <laughs> so you brought it. You brought someone who doesn't like the podcast on the podcast. <laughs> She like said it so bad. It was a play on words. She I said, and I said it as a joke. I didn't know he was gonna read this shit. She said she was trying to take, she said she was trying to take the P from Paramore and the O R E from the end of Paramore and just, you know, add it together. Porsche, which makes sense. I get it. I understand how we arrived. I understand how we arrived. So it's obviously not gonna be that one. Um, but uh I do like <laughs> niggas. Actually, you know, it's funny. The thing I laughed so hard about niggas because when you said I was thinking about what we should call our fans, the first thing popped in my head was niggas. <laughs> niggas. <laughs> but um, but I love melanistic because it's a, it's a it's a callback to a thing we said in the show. We we said that Fantasia has the most melanistic music. <laughs> if you know, you uh, from know. Any artist, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Fantasia and, uh, who's like Anthony Hamilton. Melanistics. They both had melanistics. Um, yeah, I like melan- the melanistics. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's what we said. The melanistics. Sounds like a 70s, like, doo-wop group, too. That's cute. Listeners. Or mixtape. Fans, you are now referred to as the melanistics. You have been, um, what is that called? When, yes, like, a queen... Okay. Knighted. You've been knighted. You have been knighted by uh, Black People Love Paramore as a melanistics. So, yes, there's that. <laughs> also, I am receiving just, just a couple comments about merch. I'm working on it. Yes, please send us things, the money for merch. Yes, and we'll for my fellas out merch. there, um, if you want the 5950 yes. <laughs> New Era fitties, just know they're on the way. We're getting to figure it out. We're getting the brand, we're getting the logos figured out. 
Yeah, we got um the sweats, you know, when you when you when you kicking it, when you buy when with your little shorty, you know, in the in the crib, listening to the podcast or whatever, the you know sweatshirts. what I'm saying? So the grace. You know, sweats. we got you fellas, we yeah. got you late, we got yeah. you down too. Yeah. Okay, fellas. All right, fellas, yeah. we got you. Okay, fellas, we got you, fellas. Fellas, okay. okay fellas. Okay. I know we have a huge male um listener base. So a guys, yeah, guys we will be podcast, sure to have a fitted you know for you I mean? as well as Grace Sweatpants. Mm-hmm, that's really a guys guys podcast so yeah uh, barstool sports is actually gonna buy us soon so oh. we'll <laughs> yeah we're pivoting to racism we're pivoting to racism <laughs> after this <laughs> not only male center yeah, but racism as well so um yeah be on the lookout for that as well sponsorships coming soon Dentite. Dentite will not be our only sponsor going forward Okay, that was a long uh, segment before we actually got into the meat of the episode. How long have we been going? That was, that was, that was pretty good. Okay, we've been going 24 minutes. We're good. Oh, we didn't even get to the songs part portion. Okay. Trigger! Okay. Okay. The segment where we, where we talk about just one song Uh that we've been liking lately that it can be white it cannot be white it could be black it could be you know black white, brown puerto rican or haitian that's what that's from the cheetah girls anyways um a song that i have been listening to nonstop, ariana grande's entire christmas album christmas and chill the entire christmas ep it's been on repeat it's only 10 minutes which pisses me off and i don't like the last song so it's even shorter than that for me but it's really just been fully just on a loop for the last uh probably like 36 hours, 72 hours. So go run the track. Yeah, that's that's my song. Tiffany, you have a song. Okay. I know this isn't a safe space. <laughs> um, I was gonna be like, is this a safe space? I know it's not. It's fine. I have a Justin Bieber song that I really like. I used to be a believer. I'm not anymore. But the Justice album isn't terrible. The MLK of it all is really trash. Yeah, why did he do that? Why did he do that? And I like I don't want to be rude because I know MLK means a lot globally, but he's also Canadian. And I'm like, do y'all go? Can someone hard? explain it to me? What happened? Oh, yo, yo. Okay, yeah. So Justin Bieber released an album called Justice in 2020, and the interludes uh-huh. in the album, or like the transition, the skits oh my on the gosh. album, are Martin Luther King's speeches. Like dead ass. Like you can't even make this oh shit in. Shut up. Like gosh. we live in a fucking simulation, right? Okay, but Tiffany, you said do they go hard for MLK in other countries? I went to Italy this summer and they had Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard in Italy. And in, in, in Palermo, in Sicily, in a random like town. It wasn't even like a touristy location. Wait, I have a question though. Was there in, like was that area how was that area? Because in in the US, I feel like most of the places that have an MLK street, mm-hmm. I'm like they put it in the hood. They put it in the hood. They put, right, purposely. But in Italy, no. In Italy, it was just it was just mad. It was mad regular. Like it was mad. So their MLK Street was well. I guess the like, town in general. The town in general is a little rural. So like there was no lanes on the street or anything like that. But it was just Martin Luther King. I mean, the street was called Martin. Luther, there was no stop. The thing lights. about Europe and European white people is that. To them, American racism is way more undigestible, and it's, it's like way more like a comic book. They're like, there were the bad people, and then there were the, and then there were the good people, the black people, and then there was justice. You know, like, and they don't see the way that like there's just as much racism, you know, in their countries, and just like, like they they don't like those Nigerian immigrants in Italy, like they don't, right. you know, but like. Martin Luther King is such a digestible figure to them. They're like, oh yeah, and he stood up mm. for the you know the rights of the people and. 
I have a dream that we all together, you know, like it, yeah. it makes so much sense I to them. Um, so like, I, I, it makes <laughs> sense to me that they'd be like, yeah, that like, he's cool. We like him. And the same way that they, they love like hip hop in, in, mm-hmm. uh, in Europe in a way where it's like, cause it's like, cool. It's from the streets. It's like black people were shooting mm-hmm. each other and it was cool cause they made music and it was, yeah, really cool. So right. cool. Oh my God. Really you cool. go, you from right. Brooklyn? 50 cents. Cent, yes. Oh my God. Uh, many men. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. We. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like we Beyonce, Benny Man. is my favorite song. It's like I'm, uh, he's like I'm, uh, how you say uh, Eminem? Is that him? Yeah, he's so good. He's so good. So cool. Eminem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just so it's cool. like all exotic so and cool. like you know you're not low Italy. Yeah, but yeah, justice, justice, Tiffany. So he has a song with Burna Boy. And it's called Love By You. And it's really, it's mm. actually a pretty good song. Honestly, the album isn't terrible, but the MLK of it all does make it, like, terrible. It like, does. So I have to listen to songs. And Yeah, I'm just, and also, like, Justin, your relationship with the Black community, like, in general, like, who, who signed up? Because he wasn't the One Less Lonely but... Nigger Boy. He did do that. Yeah, that's <gasps> he him. Did. He we did. We didn't forget Justin. Video. <laughs> that was him. He also has been whining about being categorized um, as an R&B artist. And this album did get a Grammy nomination for that category. And out of all his albums, to be in that, to be nominated for R&B, like... Right. Okay. And he got like, White Dredge really, recently, like, too. This one, mm. Oh, yeah. What's yeah, wrong he did with it, you? Like, the, I went in the last year I saw it. But you can't really go wrong with Burna Boy, so uh, maybe we'll give it a spin. Right. It's, I think I think you'll actually really like it um, if you listen to it. And it's towards the end of the album, so I feel like a lot of people didn't make it that far. That's fair. Um, do you have a song, Jordan, that you would like to, that you would like to? Actually, I kind of do. Um, speaking of Canadians, there's this great artist, this woman named Jessie Lanza. She like makes like electronic, some might call it dance pop, perhaps. Uh, she makes like electronic kind of like dancey alternative (laughs) pop music. I describe it as, and I'm a fan of her. I'm seeing Wikipedia is calling it techno pop, R&B, electronic. Um, but she has this new thing called DJ Kicks, which is like, it's like a some sort of compilation, I guess, of like, like electronic, like dance music. Um, and it's really fun. I like put it on to like do work. And there's a song on there that's by artists. It's a compilation of her work and and other people. So there's a there's song on there by this guy named Jim C. Ned called Malaika, which is spelled M-A-L-E-K-A. And yes, yeah, on this, this thing called DJ Kicks, Jesse Lanza. It's really good. You know, I recommend it. A white Canadian again. So, you know, something's in that, that really cold mm-hmm. Ontario water. You know what I'm saying? See, I, I actually don't know how you must not. I don't know how Playboy Cardi end up as your number one because you be talking about people I've never heard in my life. Okay. <sighs> yeah. I just liked it. I'm going to listen to it later. Sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Sent you the title and everything in case you need, in case you need that. I, that. I literally added it to my library. I'm very excited. You know, because I've been, you know, I've been kind of uh, told, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of culturally literate, if you know what I mean. curator, um, a tastemaker, uh, some would say. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jordan is a music journalist, a journalist in general. So, I mean, it tracks. Okay. Moving to the main topic, cognac. I don't know why niggas love cognac. I'm just going to keep it 100. I'm sure there's actually a reason. Should I had researched? I didn't. Okay. So what we're doing is we're coming off top of the head. I just have questions for y'all. Okay. As blacks, what is your relationship to cognac? Do you have a favorite cognac? I feel like 
I'm 26. And so I grew up with hip hop. We're talking about cognac and like Hennessy and stuff like that. And so I feel like I've almost interacted with it initially first through music. And I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people my age who have, for, for whom that's just the case. It almost feels like a meme at this point. Like, I feel like people who actually like grew up in the hood, like that's like a thing that like people were drinking, you know, it's also become this thing where I feel like a lot of people, black and otherwise, have like self-consciously been like, I love Henny because it's like a thing that's like, you know, it's like a meme. You're supposed to love Henny, you know? And like, do all y'all really like Henny? Does everybody, is everybody really drinking dark liquor like that? Straight? No. What do you, because you don't mix Henny. What do you mix Henny with? I mean, there's like Henny coladas or whatever, but like, I'm a little, I'm a little suspicious about the whole, the whole thing. The Henny agenda, the Henny agenda. Who are we, who's really benefiting from the Henny agenda? All right. Where, where's the money going? <laughs> yeah, the the French, the French. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's go to Tiffany and see what what how what her story is. My name is Tom Buck, and this is the Enthusiasm Project. Join me each week for deep dives exploring the world of what it means to be an independent creator on YouTube, starting your own creative business, and keeping a positive, enthusiastic mindset along the way. New episodes of The Enthusiasm Project are available every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. I, so I don't really drink brown. Uh, I told Sequoia, (laughs) I'm 29, but I've been saying like when I turn 30, I really want to just exclusively drink brown. However, now that 30 is like almost here... (laughs) Now that 30 is almost here, I regret it. Um, but in my household, we get we do get a lot of brown. Um, my stepdad, his alcohol provides him a lot. I'm sorry, his job provides him a lot of <laughs> gifts for Christmas, and it's usually alcohol. So for the holidays, we usually have like a ton of Crown and a ton of like Hennessy and a ton of um, Cavassier in our house. But I don't really partake. He ends up giving it out. So kind of like you, I feel like I kind of heard more about it than actually... Um, drank it. And the few times I have had it, shit burned, burned my chest. I'm not even going to lie. So I I don't think I can really, really stomach it. But, you know, it, I feel grown when I have it. You feel grown <laughs> when you have it. I feel grown. Mm-hmm. Like, postisticated. The other thing is that, like, I, as we've established, I grew up in a non-American house. So, like, I, I my parents, my mom doesn't really drink alcohol. But the uh, little alcohol that she kept in the house was, because she's Jamaican, was white rum like you know caribbean rum and then like my dad was a beer drinker and he'd drink like you know red stripe or budweiser you know he'd be on his american tip so i like there was really no like brown liquor in my house or like i wouldn't wasn't around people drinking brown liquor Mm. growing up really but i'm curious sequoia what is your experience with Mm, okay so um yes my dad's side of family and my father are big drinkers Ooh. Do I want to say that? Yeah. I know. Right. I know. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. how do they I drink. say this without right, making right. people so bad? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Them niggas, <laughs> them niggas drink. They drink. They drink. My mom's side of family does not drink. My mom doesn't drink. My mom's side of family does drink. My dad's side of family drinks for real. <laughs> and them niggas drink Hennessy, okay? They drink Hennessy, okay? To the point where y'all, those of y'all who don't know this, my dad passed away. Me and my brother mm. on my dad's death anniversary pour Hennessy out every time. And it's a little joke between us. Like, we laugh a little bit. Like, we're giggling. We're like, we know he's going to need this. We know he's going to want his Hennessy. So we pour a little bit of Hennessy out. And 
Yeah, I went to my cousin's baby shower recently. Everybody had their little cups of Hennessy, just pure Hennessy, <laughs> pure Hennessy. I love it. And I asked if I could have a chaser, and they ridiculed the fuck out of me. I asked if I could have some coke. Oh, my God. They said, God. you want some coke for the Henny? This you is pussy. what I'm saying. Like, Not everybody's said, oh, built like, like your like cousin. Everybody's out here capping. Like, nobody's drinking Hennessy like that. It's rough. Like, y'all are fucking lying. But no, these niggas is out here drinking Hennessy. They're not talking about it. Like, I feel like if you have to be like, oh, I'm drinking Hennessy. It's like, are you really? Are you really? I really just want my people to be released from the shackles of Hennessy. It's not even (laughs) good. It's not good. That shit burns. It's too expensive for how much it burns. If if it's that expensive, Uh I expect that shit to go down smooth. That needs to be top shelf, premium. I need to taste damn near nothing. I taste way too much of that. My throat takes way too much impact off some Hennessy. This is going to be just canceled. (laughs) My throat is not built like that for real. Okay, so I don't need it. That's okay. That's okay. This is the one. This one right here. Okay, this one right here. And that's fair. All I know is that when the Hennessy, when the brown liquor is pulled out <laughs> at family functions, that's when I'm like, all right, put put all the nice things away. Pack it up. The children, put them down to bed. Like it, it always gets like hella rowdy and yeah, just ridiculous yeah, yeah. after. Uh, okay, so I I did find one article um, from uh, from Slate from 2013, written by a one Reed Mittenbula. It's titled "Passa Cavassier." Subtitle. The decades-long love affair between French cognac yes! producers and African-American consumers. Tell us more, Reed, about this uh, decades-long love affair. So he uh, goes on to say that the Black soldiers, I presume in World War II, were stationed in France. Um, they were introduced to it uh, during both World Wars, he says. And actually, uh, the first ads taken out by like any spirit company, any like alcohol company in Ebony and, and Jet were in the 50s, were actually Hennessy ads. They were, they knew, the French knew wow. that like, wow. they had something, you know, and that black people were, had an affinity for it. And he also mentions that it didn't, it didn't help other brown liquors cause, like whiskey's cause that in America, all the whiskey companies, at least at the time, were named after like, grand old rebel confederate we hate niggas <laughs> you know like yeah <laughs> yeah jack daniels yeah yeah um general stonewall wall stonewall yep. jackson's uh you know uh whiskey company and so and so black people don't want to drink that so like they so they went to something that sounded refined it sounded beautiful like you know like hennessy um and remy martin you know what i'm saying so uh and then it just snowballed i guess you know it became a thing Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm, Look, and, and and we came to Look it. We always come to it. If you dig deep enough, there's you gonna find the niggas, and there they are in France for for World Wars One and Two, sipping on right, a little Hennessy like, because that's what we do. You know, not mad at it at all. A little bit mad at it because I think there's overrated and um, it's not good, but not mad at it that much. Tiffany, I need you as as Atlanta, as it as the correspondent for Atlanta. Oh. Um, I just, I just have a question. I was in Atlanta a lot this summer and I, I did mm-hmm. notice Henny Coladas, the blended Henny Coladas were everywhere. Mm-hmm. Would you like to speak on that at all? Do you have any thoughts? Um, first off, I don't want your audience coming for me. I'm from Marietta. Okay. I rep Atlanta cause y'all out here don't know where Atlanta is. So I don't want people being like, she grew up in Cobb. She's not from Atlanta. So I want to clarify that. Okay. Um, two, I mean, I feel like Black people were innovative, you know? That's one of our key characteristics. And so 
we just like to, you know, try it out with a whole bunch of things. I also will say there are some recipes that I've seen on Twitter that I low-key want to try. Like I've seen a nice like henny and peach <laughs> glazed like pound cake. Oh no. That looks oh, so good. No. It looks so good. No. Jesus, please release my people. I we pray to you Listen, right now. Please release my people. <laughs> as Rihanna, as the great Rihanna once said, white girl wasted on that brown liquor. That's what I want. Wow. Well, um, not all the time though. Now I have a new perspective. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Cognac Queen Pascavassier. There's lots okay. of references. I will be praying for you and keeping you in my prayers. We need you. We're calling we on, Jesus we're calling you. on the we big do. one upstairs. We need, we need, <laughs> yeah. Listen, we need everybody for you. Listen, while we were talking about Spotify rap, I also have Apple Music, and my number one artist uh, playing on Apple Music is Kirk Franklin because I use a church uh, girl. Apple Music to play my Ooh, gospel. We have music. a church girl in the yeah, house. Let's, let's oh, get her back. Should we go? Let's get her back. Are we doing too much cursing? Should we pull back on that? Mm-hmm. Back. Let's just scale it back. You know what? We're doing a lot. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. I didn't realize. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's that's fine. Anyways. Kirk Franklin um, also responded to Tiffany's tweet about it. Wow. He also he Tiffany tweeted that and Kirk Franklin responded and was oh and was very gosh. happy to see it. He loved Isn't that, that the right? are into him. So yeah. You know what? While we joking, I bet Kirk drinks um Henny. Like you low key, know I wouldn't Kirk be surprised. Franklin drinks Hennessy. You know I, I he drinks Hennessy. I would not be Hennessey. surprised. And like he, he points out that like the bottles are like drinking honey is such a like a floral experience. Like the bottles are always so like elegantly designed, you know. Like and it's like very like oh we're drinking fa- we're drinking something fancy, you know. Like it like Hennessy like they might make you feel like this is a premium product, and it almost reminds me of like black people's affinity for like mm-hmm. European designer clothes and like bags, you know, because like it's it's stuff that like you know like. We've like taken out of like its original like sort of like context, Mm. you know, like like those like Louis Vuitton, Dapper Dan doing all the like Gucci monogram like puffers. Like before that was stuff that just would be on like your like, I don't know, like your luggage and stuff like that. I like person might have one of those things, you know, like it'd be like, but now we're like, oh, even like the watches, like watch culture and rap is so interesting because like they like watch culture used to be a thing that like old white men were into, you know, like we'd get, let me get an Audemars Pago, like was like. Dudes in like Greenwich, Connecticut, like were like buying Audemars mm-hmm. Now, like rappers are talking about these watches mm-hmm. that like, and like buying these weirdly esoteric Swiss watches. Hennessy and like all these like uh, French like cognac brands are like a similar things happening where it's like we got hip to something and we we're like, you know what, we're gonna go. I'm all in. You know, like we're we're all in on the Hennessy. Like we're all in on the on the Douce. Like it's this is our thing now. You know. Wow! Yes, they do. There is Ducey as well. I just added watches to the list because we definitely do. Don't talk black about that. people, <laughs> like in Europe, like do they feel the same? Like I wonder, like how they feel. You know what I mean? Or is it cool because it's cool in a Black American culture? Like I do. Probably I do that. I am curious. Yeah, probably that. Probably a uh, Black American culture is a little pervasive. It's pervasive, so it's probably uh, remade its way back to Europe by way of Black people in Europe as well, by way of African-Americans in the States. Now y'all got me one in Yo. brown. And what time is it? Girl, it's one twenty-one. <laughs> oh, no, babe. Right. One, one of your sheep is right. wandering. Sorry, Kirk. Kirk, please come collect her. We she needs a revolution. In the sanctuary. She needs a revolution really bad. Please. Wow, my give sister just texted me about Kirk. Makes Franklin. me want to stop. Okay. Wait, is that is this he say, do we want a revolution? Yes, that is what he says. Whoop, please. Whoop. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Stop it. Stop. That's <laughs> no, super it's weird. The spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm scared. Oh my God. God is really the listening Matrix. to me. He be listening to me all the time. I'm sorry, God. Anyways, mm-hmm. okay. Oof. Anyways, so YG said dark liquor gives you energy. Is that true or They're false? putting something in it. Because I feel like I feel like, yeah, like the dark liquor cognac drunk is a different type of drunk. It's almost like a different drug. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a different chemical experience it's different. in your body. It really is. It really is. Would I say that there's energy in it? I can't say. You know, He's I'm right. not a I'm not a, a <laughs> toxicologist. Uh there's you five hour perhaps five hours. Perhaps five hour energy. Um you guys remember um mm. Four Locos? Oh my gosh. What a dark time. Now I was just about to say that, <sighs> yes. Yes. What a dark time. Kids were dying off oh them shits. Gosh. People are yeah. dying, Kim. She was talking about kids dying off four locals. No, for real. Yeah. Either you remember it or you don't remember it because you had too much. Oh, <laughs> Lord. I never had one of the original four locals. They definitely changed the formula of four locals. So now they don't have caffeine in them. Was just I, know, we were dry- right. I was in the backseat of this uh, girl's car with my friend Jack, my little bad friend. Yeah, we had, we split one. We split an orange one. <laughs> and I was like, you know zooted and then i didn't realize how zooted i was because i was 15 and i never really been drunk like that when we finally stopped the car stop we stepped outside and i was like I like it was like that that right. vine of like i'm stoner i'm stoner i was like whoa <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like whoa <laughs> oh yeah that little boy <laughs> oh my god <laughs> It's so funny, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! First times being drunk are so fun. I wish I could be drunk for the first time again because I was having the time of my fucking life. But I feel like dark liquor, like dark liquor, does not give me energy. If it, it makes me go to sleep, mm-hmm. if anything, vodka gives me like energy. Like I'll be energized off something light. Mm-hmm. But dark liquor, yeah. I'm not energized off that. Tequila will give me energy. All of any type of tequila will give me energy. Dark liquor, no. I'm going to sleep. Dark liquor just also makes people act an ass. Like, I don't know. People be acting crazy off dark liquor. Tiffany, that one birthday where you was really drunk, what were you drinking? I don't remember. I don't remember. Okay, right. Whatever right. people were buying me. I bet you it was something dark. I bet you I bet it you was, somebody gave it me It was something. a lot, though. That was my fault, though, because I thought they had food there, and they didn't. So oh, all I had was have popcorn. No food there. Right. Yeah. I also made the mistake of going to a bar for one of my birthdays, I think my 22nd birthday, um, and I blacked out and was peeing on the side of the road with my entire titties out because I had on a one-piece. I I only know this in retrospect. I was not Whoa. there. My roommate tells me this mm. story that, you know, I almost peed in the Uber. I had Damn. to get off in the side of the road and take my whole shirt off because I had on a one-piece jumpsuit in order to pee. Um, I wanted in and out yeah, and that was awesome dark liquor. I know that niggas was buying me Henny shots in the bar because my <laughs> friends would definitely do that. So, oh, Henny shots. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Mm-hmm. I oh, I like and I also like can feel it. Like us just talking about it, mm-hmm. it's making my chest hurt. Like I can definitely feel I I definitely know I what you mean. I can feel it. I definitely oh, know what you mean. Oh my hurts. gosh. Garrick has this bottle of Hennessy white that is on his bot on his desk. 
at all times. Hennessy White, yeah, that's apparently not sold. You know what I mean? A man, man with class, a man with taste, refined taste. Um, yes, 100%. <laughs> Garrett Bernard. And giving culture. It's definitely giving culture. It, it's, it's just giving different, you know. Garrick is also Caribbean. Oozing, you know, luxurious. Bernard. The mm. Bernard is really loud on that one. So he has the Hennessy White on his desk and he takes a little, you know, a tux. He takes a shot. For uh, every accomplishment that he that he makes, so you know it's gone now because <laughs> he's accomplished. You know what I mean? Because Mance is accomplished. You know what I mean? okay. He's accomplished now. The yeah. resume, the receipts, <laughs> is gone now. Yeah, but yeah, that was the whole thing. And I'm just like, even young black men, uh, Hennessy just has a hold, and I want to understand what's happening. Uh, it's brand allegiance, right? Like it becomes a th- it becomes a thing, and it stays a thing because it, it was a thing, and that's how a lot of shit works. Mm-hmm. Like you, that's why you see still old, old heads in the hood wearing a yeah, Adidas, like it's nineteen eighty three, and Run DMC is still popping. You know what I mean? You're like, why are you doing with them shell toe shoes on? It's like, what you know about this? <laughs> wow, like, that is so true. It's like the whole thing. I was gonna say uh, the other funny thing about Henny Henny and like how like it's become like a party drink for black people is that like, it's an aperitif. It's like, it's like a thing you're supposed to, d- to drink before or after a meal. Like it's like a nice little, like help your stomach digest or like get you ready for a. It's like a, like a little thing you swirl and like sip, you know, and niggas are like, ah, oh. ah, you know, like, yeah, it's like a, it's like, <laughs> it's supposed oh, it to be like a little thing. You That's why you right, take it straight. Be throwing that shit back. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, that's not how it's ingested when I see it. Oh, you're supposed <laughs> to take it straight. Cause it's a palate cleanser or something. Oh, okay. So I should drink Henny every night. I should get a bottle of Henny and just take a shot every night. Instead of my kombucha, I'll get Hennessy. Yeah. Do y'all's friends or families reuse their Crown Royal bags or no? Is that not a thing? Wow. Have y'all not seen that? Um, I've not seen it, but I, I, I'm sure that it's, I'm sure that it happens. Crown, FYI, is not cognac, but it is Whiskey? Oh, it's brown. It's, it's but it's brown. brown. Yeah, I think it's whiskey. Yeah, my bad. I thought we were just talking about brown. But niggas do love crown. Niggas love yeah. crown as well. That is another one for sure. Crown apple? Niggas love that. I was just thinking, like, I've literally seen somebody use, like, the crown bag as a purse. Like, and I don't know what that's about either, but... Was that in Atlanta, babe? <laughs> was that in Atlanta? Don't worry about where it was. Okay? I, I'm just we're wondering. Innovative, like I'm I just said. wondering where it was. I was just Anyways. asking a question. I don't understand why. Marietta, Georgia. You're, you're acting this way. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a suburb of Atlanta. <laughs> what was it like? Well, you you have nothing. You don't have nothing for us. It, oh, it's cool. I, I'd rather talk about Atlanta than Marietta. <laughs> Wait. I just want to say that I was listening to y'all's um, last episode about the WWE and it made me remember um, this childhood story. But I really, really enjoyed um, that episode and I liked how passionate um, Jordan you were about wrestling. I, I feel like I learned a lot, but it, it took me back because y'all, y'all were talking about how like when you were younger, how you used to like basically fake wrestle. Yeah. Uh, with your siblings. And it just made me remember this one time in Conyers where my older brother, who uh, we are not really close, we were fake wrestling and he kicked me in the nose. And I had one of the few bloody noses I've ever had. And oh, it was damn. terrible. And then we went in the house and my dad, damn, maybe I shouldn't be saying this. My dad punched him because he kicked me. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then we went back. <laughs> 
and did the same thing and went back to wrestling. So this simply I just is say, not where I saw this conversation going at all. Wow. I was saying that to say I forgot about that shit until I was listening to y'all's podcast, and then I was, I was like, like, "Where oh, is yeah, that?" Kids did used to imitate wrestling. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry. Um, <laughs> like, thank the you for listening. Before, and then my dad punched it. Really took me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Well, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a I'm a overshare. I apologize. Oh my god, that was funny. <laughs> that was good. I didn't know Jordan was passionate about wrestling, but clearly he was coming off very passionate. Jordan, I. It wasn't Listen, giving me the passion. I was like, oh, you okay, knew more than passionate. I did. Okay. More than the average person about right. wrestling. Sounds passionate to me. I mean, that's true because I didn't know a goddamn thing and still don't know about anything about that that sport, quote unquote sport. Real wrestling is a sport. I would like to point that out. Not WWE, but real <laughs> wrestling is a sport. Anyways, whew, I think that we have covered all the things that we we're supposed to cover cognac. on this episode. Yeah, unless y'all have any fun cognac stories that you would like to share, but I feel like we kind of went, we kind of, we kind of did a little bit of that. <laughs> It's the first day of the month. Wake up, get up, you wake like up. A member of you know, thugs in harmony. you know that those niggas are from Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> Isn't that shocking? <laughs> I always assumed they were from LA, right? <gasps> that hurts me. Right. As, a, as 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 a Long Beach native, I just hundred percent assumed that they were from Los Angeles area. What? Have you been claiming them? I mean, I don't ever think about Bone Thugs, so no, I don't claim them. But when I hear them, <laughs> I'll be like. Yeah, that's that's LA niggas for sure. They're Cleveland niggas. Wow. No, we just put some respect respect on the Midwest. I hate that for them. Well, I'm sorry that y'all <laughs> that y'all figured out the correct way to come about and <laughs> um unless you're from the Midwest and you're one of our melanistics, then I respect you, but everybody else no, except for Kanye. Um, okay. If you in Dayton and you mad melanated, right. shout, shout you know, Midwest shout out to you. We know that you're in here. We know that you're listening. Y'all, <laughs> thank you for joining me. Anyways, <laughs> thank you all for coming on this episode. Okay, Tiffany, thank you for joining us on this episode of Black People Love Paramore. We appreciate you so much. Can you tell the people where they can find you? Um, Yes, all my handles are the same. Tiffany underscore Cherie. And then for my pod, it's I Can't Stress Pod. Um, All those handles are the same too. Thank you for having me. This was super fun. I love the pod, by the way, Jordan. I she's, am ca- a fan. she's calling us pores. <laughs> no, because I was like, because I feel like Sequoia tried to make me look bad with the pores thing, but it was you know, supposed to be a joke. It, but I know you was gonna read that shit on here. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I'm not gonna. Now I'm not gonna send no more, no more responses in. Yo, what what happens in the darkness comes to the light. Didn't Kirk Franklin say that? I thought Kirk Frank. I thought Kirk Franklin said. I that. don't know. You tell me. <laughs> You tell me, because I asked you to come see Kirk Franklin with me. I asked you to come see him with me at the Wiltern, and you said no. Because what would I look like 26 at the time, 25 at the time, going to see Kirkland Franklin at the Wiltern on purpose? (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. It was like $20. It would have been a good time. Listen, with some... On some brown, that shit could have been real fun. But we'll never if know. Mary Mary not we'll there, I'm not I'm not there either. So there's that. But anyway, this wraps up this episode of Black People Love Paramore. Y'all know where to find us. Find us at BPLP Pod across all platforms. Email us at blackpeopleloveparamore at gmail.com if you have topics or if you or feel if you want to send us some beats. names, melanistic. Um, if you would like to curse me or Jordan out or Tiffany, feel free to email us there or DM us, of course. And then 
please. Or if you want to send us a beat so I can put out my Christmas album, Christmas EP before, you know, the 25th is before Jesus Day comes, go ahead and send me beats. I would love to have that. Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I know I say this every time and I see that y'all actually do it. So go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars only. You know the drill. And then, you know, write something. Actually type something as well. Don't just give the stars. Actually type some shit too. That Five way. stars. I love Sequoia's voice so much. I, I can imagine <laughs> that Jordan has beautiful full eyebrows. I bet he's so smart and beautiful. And like, I can't stress enough how much I love this podcast. It changes my entire life. Anyway, peace from Panama. Period. See, Jordan just drafted it for you. All you got to do is type that out. Just just go ahead and type yeah, that out. Yeah, there you go. I'm doing all the work. He I'm did doing all the heavy all lifting the right there. Like he like carries this shit on his back. I swear to God. So just go ahead and leave that review. We appreciate that very much. And I think that's it. Do y'all have anything else you want to you wanna tell the people? Y'all good? Yeah, I was just going to sing Cognac Queen, but I'm not. And wake up or go to sleep, whichever you would like to do. Um, totally on you. <laughs> you choose, my boy. You choose, my brother. <laughs> you choose, wake up, you choose my brother. <laughs> wake up. Totally up to you, okay? Stop using fluoride. <laughs> Open your third eye. Pineal gland. Um, 100% of things. We appreciate y'all being here. Spotify Rap really did show me that y'all listen, which is crazy. Appreciate that. And we'll see you next time. Bye.